What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, before we get started, I want to tell you about Dodge. This spring, the Brotherhood of Muscle is looking for new members, and the only way to join is to get behind the wheel of Dodge's only family of all-wheel drive muscle cars. The Dodge Charger, the only muscle car in its class to throw you back in your seat with 300 horsepower and still get 30 miles per gallon. You know, the Dodge Challenger, you know, the groundhog didn't see its shadow. It heard the rev of the most affordable V8 in its class. And the Dodge Journey, maximize your adventure with the most powerful third-row all-wheel drive vehicle in its class. And certainly the Dodge Durango. Tear through April showers with the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive availability in its class. Hurry into your Dodge dealership and start your introduction to the Brotherhood of Muscle. Hey guys, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. We got Goldberg calling in today because he's, uh, as we record this, still kind of traveling back from an epic weekend in New Orleans for the WWE Hall of Fame induction and WrestleMania. Uh, Bill, how's it going, man? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> um, I... I it was a great weekend, man. Uh, I'm trying to shake everything off right now. It's uh, it was a surreal experience, and at the end of the day, uh, I feel as though I'm still out till 4:30 in the morning with David Arquette drinking tequila right now. Oh my gosh! Well, I was going to ask you about that because first of all, it looked like just seeing the pictures posted from you and and everybody out there. What an epic weekend! So it started off with. The Hall of Fame induction ceremony, you were, I guess, the headliner for that, the headlining inductee for that. Uh, and then uh, WrestleCon, right? It's like a giant, it's like the Comic-Con of Wrestling Saturday, so I'm sure there's a lot of meeting fans and stuff. And then did you stick around to watch WrestleMania as well on Sunday? Well, yeah, I mean, they introduced us in the middle of the show, the, the, the Hall of Fame inductees and um, yeah, I pretty much bolted immediately after that. I uh, I couldn't stay around, man, because it's like uh, being a football player hanging out on the sidelines when uh, you're ready to go in and, and, and there's no place for you. So um, it was an interesting weekend. I'm greatly appreciative of uh, the accolades. There's no question about it. But, you know, it's kind of bittersweet a little bit. You know, so I'm looking at some of your Instagram posts uh, from the Hall of Fame ceremony. Looking sharp, by the way, big guy. Looking sharp. Well, thank you, man. You know, I dress up okay every once in a while. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um, I saw Gage was there. Wanda was there. Everybody looked fantastic. Everybody had big smiles on. Doing the Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, it's got to get a little emotional, though, right? Because it's, it's really kind of looking back and, and on the industry, what you've done for it. Maybe you start to really feel the impact you've had in wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's tough. It, I, you know, you try to try to compose yourself. You, uh, uh, com, you, you, you put together a, a, a speech that, you know, doesn't have too many triggers in it, <laughs> you know, that's going to get your tears flowing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's a it it, it 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 was very difficult to go up there and express in a short synopsis, you know, twenty minutes or less. Tried to be ten minutes or less, you know, what the business means to you, um, what my experiences meant to me, and who I um, can thank. And you know, I mean, I could have spent twenty minutes or twenty hours thanking the fans. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a really tough situation where you got to hit everybody, but you got to be conscious of the time and the, the, the placement. I mean, it was almost midnight when I went out there 
Um, it, it was tough. So you always forget people. You always forget to say something. Um, it, the fact is, it's just an extremely difficult situation to try to encapsulize what the business and the people associated with it meant to you. Yeah. Now, I would say for a lot of people that that do this for the for past inductees, a lot of it kind of feels like the the end of the book, you know, the cherry on the cake. But knowing you, you you've always lived by this never say never kind of mantra. And I'm not saying there's a future uh wrestling or another match or something, but but I mean, did this feel like the end of the book or you still always kind of have that never say never attitude? Until I have a foot in the grave and I have the ability to jackhammer everybody in that building, like I said, I, I don't I don't think I'm done. Right. Um, the, the fact is, is that you have to look at it from a business perspective and a legacy perspective. Um, you know, it has to be the right, right time, right reason, you know, right, right, uh, right opponent. Um, if I never did it again, I'm at peace. Yeah, but the fact is, is that I'm in, I'm, I'm still in pretty tremendous shape for being 51 years old, man. I mean, I might be in better shape than I was last year at this time. Well, so and that- it's just, it's just the thing that drives me every day. You know me. I always want to be as uh, you're only as good as your next next project. So you know that that's that's a big that's a big thing. What you're talking about there, the your your physical shape is for I, I don't know. Arguably, for ninety percent of the wrestlers, I don't know what the statistic is. Ninety percent of the athletes that participate in this, that's what ends their career there's you know there's a lot of guys with you know neck injuries and shoulder injuries and back injuries where they just physically can't do it anymore i mean you can run around the ring and you can talk a game but that's not anything you ever did in the past like if you were ever going to go in the ring again you were going to bring it and and i don't see you doing anything other than a hundred percent in the ring and and like you're saying like right now like i can see the only thing Taking you out of the ring permanently would be a physical issue, but still, you've always taken such great care of yourself. It's always been a high priority for you, uh, and 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 knock on wood, you've 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 managed this well. But you know, look, you've got a lot of friends in that business. The 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 Hulk Hogan's, the Steve Austin's of the world. Those guys are they're they're a little tough for them to to get in the ring and start throwing people around like. I mean, we we love those guys, but for them to to throw around Brock Lesnar like you did not too long ago would be pretty much impossible, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. Fortunately, you know, like during my winning streak, 173 and 0, I didn't accumulate many injuries because I was destroying people. You know, my character is such that I, I I didn't I didn't take the punishment; I gave it out. So yeah. as far as my durability as a character. That lends itself well to, you know, uh, me continuing to do it. Now, the biggest part of it is at 51 years old, can you still portray that big monster that, that you were, you know, in the past? And I still got that guy in my mind. Um, do I have him physically? I, I don't know, but I, I still think, hey, uh, just like I said in Santa Slay where I met my beautiful wife, it ain't over till I say it's over. Yeah. And so I don't like anybody <laughs> pushing me to tell me, if somebody says, "Oh, you're done," well, guess what? That that gives me the inclination to work my ass off to show to prove you wrong. Yeah. So, um, but but again, man, I mean, I, hey, I got Night for Death coming up, um, new show coming out. I got a new, not necessarily a new lease on life, but a, another another uh, entity to occupy my time and further advance my career. Um, I'm very fortunate. I, I'm associated with a wonderful podcast and a wonderful co-host in you. Thank and, you, brother. Uh, I got a lot of I got a lot of cool things coming up, man. And uh, this is just the beginning, you know. You're you're right. There's so many things that you're working on right now. Oh, in the past shows, we've touched on them uh, uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, uh, the shows you're working on, the commercials that you're doing, it keeps growing. By the way, you mentioned Forge and Fire, Knife or Death. Which is an epic title, by the way. I love that. Uh, this is April sixteenth on the History Channel. It's already showing up on 
on the cable guides and TV guides. So set your DVRs, go to your history channel, find it, search for Forged in Fire, Knife or Death. April 16th is the first episode. Set your uh, DVR to record that uh, that series and, and, and check it out. I think you guys are going to dig it. We've seen some clips from it. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I know you're really excited about it. And I remember calling you and texting you as you were doing it. And you're like, this thing is huge. It's, it's, it's it, it was bitching, man. It was, a, you know, first of all, I think it's the 17th. I think it's Tuesday. Um, oh, really? Have to, My- have to check the guides for that. I'm not sure, but those are the dates that I was given. But, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll post them on, on the site. But it, it's... Uh, Hey man, I, I'm I'm not going to embellish, but it's a cross between the existing Forge and Fire and Ninja Warriors, and, and if, you know <laughs> the, the, the the caveat is that they don't run from obstacle to obstacle, so there is no there is no speed, uh, you know, no danger with these people running with their blades. But you know when that timer goes off on the beginning of each obstacle. These people are hauling ass to make it to the to the to the finish line, and it's a uh, it's it's really visually spectacular. There's a lot that goes into it. Fifty percent of these people make forge their own blades, so they have a connection with their blade. Um, but at the end of the day, it's 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 visual spectacularness. It's it's going to be really fun, man. It was a lot of fun shooting it, and I'm very excited to see what everybody thinks of the series. Yeah, well, we're excited to check it out. My my DVR guide said the 16th, but uh, we'll just double-check that. Just set it to record uh, all new episodes as it's coming up and uh, 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 check that out. So, uh, again, on, on uh, sort of this epic WWE weekend, um, so you, you, did the, uh, you did the induction ceremony. Well, who, do you, who were some of the other inductees, or did you get to catch up with some friends you haven't seen in a while? Yeah, you know, the the, uh, the inductees are people that I have, you know, obviously rubbed shoulders with throughout the years. It's always great to rekindle relationships with people that you haven't seen in a while. Um, you know, we have engaged in Wanda backstage like we were, you know, a year ago. Um, brought back some cool memories. It was great for Gage to rub shoulders with the, with the, the people that he had uh, befriended, you know, on my, my last run. And, uh, again, man, it was just, I can live vicariously through my son. The smile on his face says it all. Oh, you um, can see I in the do, pictures, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I'd do anything to, to continue to put smiles on his face like that. It's just, it's, it's priceless. Priceless, it really is. Uh, I, I want to just talk a little bit about WrestleMania for a second. I know you went to go hang around and, and, and watch some of it. Um, I, uh, I, I saw some of the clips online and, uh, I saw your buddy Brock Lesnar. I saw him running around outside the ring, throwing people through all kinds of, of things out there. And and uh, you've always spoken so highly of Brock. Uh, you got a chance to to see that match up close. Yeah, um, you know, um, yeah. Like I said, it was tough because I, I I feel as though I can be out there and do it, but it's it's time to pass the torch. But yeah, you know, Brock's Brock's the man. He uh, he is the main attraction, and he is a man of destruction. And he went out and he did exactly what he he normally does. Um, I, they threw a little bit of a swerve with his UFC deal, and you know we didn't know he was going to sign back. But that's the beauty of the wrestling world; they always keep you on your toes. Did he sign? Did he sign back? Like, is he going to do UFC? Yes, he did again. Yeah, he, he, he signed back with the WWE. With WWE or UFC? The WWE. Okay, so so he's he's here now. Now I'm I'm I gotta just pick on him just a little bit because I know he's a friend of yours. But uh, I saw the clips of him in this match, and uh, I think he kind of needs to work on his cardio. He looked a little gassed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really tough out there because there's so many things that play into it. Um, you can get gassed walking to the ring if you're overly excited. Yeah. Um, your, your cardio prior, um, isn't a real determination of how, <laughs> how good a shape you're in because there's so many factors that play into it. But, uh, you know, Brock, Brock always goes out there and does what it takes to, to put on a great show. And his destruction of Roman Reigns was, uh, 
apropos, man. It's just what he does. Now, in, in shifting gears a little bit, we saw uh, I saw some clips of, of Ronda Rousey making a wrestling debut. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? Do you know her at all? Yeah, we. You know, I, I'm very proud of Ronda. Um, I truly believe that her fighting and her Olympic her Olympic uh, tenure and her her MMA fighting was just a conduit to get her to her real love, which was professional wrestling. Um, you saw her ability to go out and perform, and most importantly, you saw the the excitement on her face as she couldn't contain it that she was out there in her element, and she did really, really well. I'm extremely proud of her. And, uh, you know, she's had a tough go at it, and I think she's finally where she belongs. You know, I I, I saw uh, a couple minutes, two or three minute clip uh, on the WWE website of her uh, uh, going up against Stephanie McMahon. Uh, you're right; she looked like she was having fun and intense. And and by the way, lean, looking like some of the best shape she's been in. Um, and uh, I I don't know the full storyline behind uh, uh, her her entry into WWE, but tell me that Ronda or the rowdy shirt that she had on is some uh, paying, paying an homage to uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah, I mean, obviously growing up, that was a big influence of hers. Um, she got to spend some time with Roddy, and um, other than, than him, I know she was influenced by a lot of other people too, but she paid homage to him. And that base that that match that night was a dedication to him, and um, she's she's a good girl, man. She she truly is. Um, I, I spent a lot of time with her behind, you know, the scenes prior to the match, or not a lot of time, but I spent some time back with her, and I'll be posting, you know, probably a video of that, a yeah. clip of that. But um, I just, you know, it, it's cool that she is Ronda Rousey, yet she is so open to help, so open to people giving their opinions, trying to positively influence what she's trying to do. In a business such as the WWE and professional wrestling, it's really tough to differentiate between the people who are telling you the truth you know, and the people who aren't. And so you take advice from people and you digest it and you try to decipher at the end of the day what an ulterior motive is, is, if any. And um, I just, I'm just really proud of her. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And I know we've been talking a lot about wrestling, but uh, it's a big part. It's a big part of, uh, of, of you. And that's what this show is about. It's, you know, we gotta, you know, we talk about cars and stuff all the time, but this is, this is where all this comes. By the way, the cars and stuff that we all play with, are a result of the careers that we've had and your your career in in WWE and and professional football and acting and hosting have sort of led to this car collection which led to this show right so uh uh, it's it's fun to to kind of touch a little bit on those things and and get your thoughts on it so I appreciate you sharing that um that all being said, you're you're, you're back home, or, or or you just got back home, and and uh, you've been home for I don't know a matter of hours. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> and, a uh, matter of hours, and I still feel like I'm on Bourbon Street, but um, <laughs> maybe a little still hungover. Well, maybe, yeah, I would say definitely, <laughs> and let's just say that uh, my my sauna and whirlpool will be on. Uh, uh, high volume this afternoon and within the next 24 hours to get this out of me. But um, uh, hopefully I'll be uh, I'll be cleansed in time enough to get on that plane again and uh, go introduce some drivers at Bristol this weekend. That's right. You're going to be heading out there, um, going to some of the races. Um, do you do you go uh, with a particular team? Like- no, absolutely not. I got to be objective. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I have a relationship with a lot of the guys, um, a lot of the owners and, uh, just like in MMA, when I was commentating, man, I have to be objective. I'm a big fan of the sport itself. Um, everybody knows that, uh, um, Earnhardt senior was a huge influence on my life as well as junior. 
And, um, you know, they're Jimmy Johnson, what a, what a hell of a guy. Um, I just, I can't go, I can go on and on about the character of these drivers and about my relationships with them. Um, but, you know, Austin Dillon, he's a good, he's, a, he's another one. You know, Chase Elliott. I mean, I have a, like I say, I have a relationship and a tie to so many people. A lot have been fans throughout the years. And I'm just appreciative of them as athletes to go out there and risk their lives to entertain people and, and do what they like to do. So um, when I'm introducing guys, uh, I can't show too much favoritism, but we all know who I like in the in the back of my mind. Now, are, are you, you, you have a role out there at Bristol? Are you going for fun? You're actually doing some work. You're, you're, you're doing some oh, intros. Yeah. Or are you doing some pit reporting? Like, what are you, what are you going to be doing specifically? Driver introductions on Sunday. Um, nice. You know, that's, that's been my, my, uh, my responsibility the last four years at Bristol. And it's, it, it's really cool because they, I started that responsibility prior to going back into the NFL or going back into the WWE. And so they know my feelings I had prior to going back. And now they're going to get my feelings after I went back. And it's a, it's a really cool deal. It's, it's kind of like they've been along with my journey the last five years. Yeah. And it's kind of family. And, um, I'm just praying for no rain this year. I mean, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been a tough one dealing with Mother Nature going out there to Bristol. So uh, I got my fingers crossed that we're going to have a nice dry race. Yeah, well, that'll be fantastic. You know, uh, speaking of racing, so as uh, as you're listening to this, as everyone is listening to this on Wednesday, um, uh, we you know we have our second. Uh, uh, CarCast episode, the one that I do with Adam Krola comes out on Friday, and uh, this week we have uh, Bobby Rahal and Graham Rahal both coming into the show, which is going to be fantastic, because we've never had them both together, and you know the Paul Newman Porsche 935 that we have in the other room, that Lamar winning Porsche, uh, that is the winningest, or the, the most race miles on any 935 ever, and um, it was famously the only car Apple Computer sponsored, and Bobby Rahal raced it. He raced the Apple Computer Porsche 935. So we're sort of, um, we've invited him to come by a little bit before the show to come out and check out his old car. You know, we have it in the Hawaiian Tropic Paul Newman livery, but it is essentially his car as well. Um, So we'd like to get some stories about that. Uh, And then Thursday night, we'll give you a recap on this as well. Uh, Adam and I are going with Bobby Ray Hall uh, to sit at his table at the Long Beach Grand Prix. Um, they do a big uh, uh, like gala uh, event. Uh, uh, Parnelli Jones is there. The Gurney family is there. They always like honor uh, a, a, a driver, sort of a uh, sort of a legacy driver. And uh, Ray Hall is going to be doing the interviews for that. But Adam are going to be at his table with him for this big event, which is going to be fantastic. Um, so we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that on Friday's show, but then on the weekend, I'm going to go down to the Long Beach Grand Prix. Now, I'm not going to introduce drivers like you are, but I am going to drink beer. So, nice. Well, <laughs> so, I'm going to drink beer after I introduce drivers. Yeah. After so, I do the meet and greet and after I finish all my responsibilities as a professional being brought into NASCAR events, you know, yeah, you got to have fun. Yeah. Um, that's what it's all about, man. Like I said this last weekend with the Hall of Fame. I get to hang out with guys I haven't seen in such a long period of time, man. Um, that's that's what it's all about. Life's too short, and we've we've all worked our asses off to make it to where we are. And uh, it sounds like you guys got an unbelievable show coming up. And talk about yeah, it's going to be about ra- racing royalty, man. That that's going to be epic. It's it's going to be great, you know. We've um, uh, Graham Ray Hall was in our our Newman documentary, and uh, uh, Bobby Ray Hall has been on this show long ago. One of our early guests, probably if we're doing this eight eight and a half years, he was probably on seven years ago, and uh, and then he and I have just been exchanging a few emails recently, and uh, I said, you know, you guys got to you guys got to come in. You both should come in and do this and. And and talk a little bit about history and legacy and and what's coming up for Graham. Uh, 
you know, and you, you know, Graham is also married to Courtney Force, one of uh, John Force's daughters, and she's just crushing it at it, it, NHRA. Uh, I think she was in one of the qualifiers this past weekend, but uh, but then got knocked out in the final round. But just a just a racing family now. No doubt. What a fast family. I thought uh, Wanda and I were pretty quick, but uh, <laughs> unbelievable, man. It's uh, like, like you said, it's a, it's a hell of a stack show, and uh, I'd like to be just a fly on the wall and listen to that one. Well, you can. It'll be up on Friday. <laughs> It'll and be posted on Friday. I'll, I'll uh, be that fly. You know, uh, uh, this past um, weekend, uh, uh, NHRA was in Vegas, and they were running four wide. In Vegas, and I have yet to see that live, but that has to just be epic, right? Like it just—I mean, the the two wide uh, that when they de- when they opened the season um, in uh, in Pomona a few weeks back, I went out there, and um, as you know, I get to spend some time with uh, Ron Caps, uh, your yeah. buddy. And uh, and then I went out to the starting line with uh, with Jed Coughlin Jr. in his pro stock car and. Uh, I'll tell you, it's like you watch it on TV, but when you're standing 10 feet behind that car and that thing launches, it is intense. You know, so and you got 10,000 10, horsepower pumping, you know, 10 feet away from you. You can't help but to feel it in your spine. I mean, it's a, you, you, people see it and they think, I don't know what they think, but you can never describe that unless you're there. I mean, that, that, that's the coolest. One of the coolest racing experiences you could ever have, man. And I've been fortunate enough to be back there with a number of people in the Pentagon and, you know, a uh, number of guys throughout the years. And it, it's just, it's awesome. Now, hey, the four wide, that's, that, that's pretty gnarly I'm, as a fan sport. That, that, I mean, that's some serious speed going down there at one time. But as a driver, I'm just curious to see how they feel about it. You know, with four cars on the track, it's it's a it's a, I would imagine it just adds another element to it. But my biggest question is, I I heard rumor that they had like a demon demon shootout out there. Is that I, the case? Did you see anything about that? I didn't see anything about it, but that sounds that sounds smart, right? That sounds like a good move. They should get some of the demons out there. And I know you're slated at some point. You and Wanda are going to go to the Bondurant School for the for the demon specific program, right? Because when you buy the cars, you can get invited to go. And because you have two cars, that's two tickets. So you and one are going to go and, and duke it out at the Bondurant school. I imagine at that school, there's a drag racing element as well, right? Absolutely. You know, as well as I do that, uh, we are going to, we're going to set a date and I don't know why you're removing yourself from this challenge, but, um, I, I do believe Wanda's going to emasculate both of us. And so you have to be there so that I'm not the only male that she de- destroys on the track. Although she doesn't know that, you know, I've been, I've been practicing my launch, you know, in the back with, uh, with, uh, project jackhammer. So, uh, <laughs> she better call upon some, some of those innate skills that she's repressed being a stunt woman throughout the years, because, I'm gunning for her, man. I'm I'm absolutely gunning for her, and you're going to be there too. You know, it's 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 funny that you mentioned that because I ran into Pat Bondron not too long ago um, during uh, Arizona Auction Week. I was roaming around with my buddy Tyson Sullivan that was here in the studio with us a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Pat is such a sweetheart. I went over and talked to Bob Bonner and talked to Pat. And and she was saying, she's like, we're going to be up and running very soon uh, with our demon program. And this was back in January. I think she said April or something was going to be up and running. So right around this time, she said April or May. She's like, reach out. Let me know. She's like, both of you guys, myself and Tyson, were invited. She invited us down to the program. So we might have to plan something that we go out there, and then Wanda can kick the shit out of all three of us. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that uh, that would be quite an appropriate setup there. I mean, and I, and I, I do believe if you check the Vegas odds, she is uh, she's the favorite right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you just gotta you just gotta worry a little bit because when we brought the truck over to your house and she drove it, you ended up you know buying a truck. So be careful what she drives at the Bondurant School because uh, you might end up buying another car. 
Well, so, the fortunate thing is, is that I have everything that the Bondurant school has <laughs> in my garage, except for that Viper. And that's a no-go because I can't fit in the damn thing anymore. So, but Wanda can. I'm, yeah, but that's good. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> you're a jerk. You know that? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go put some money away right now and see if I can appreciate to the point where I can buy one of those when we go. I was just telling you, hopefully, uh, hopefully NASCAR is paying you for those introductions because you got to start saving up. <laughs> Homie, don't work for free. So, yeah, absolutely, man. That's, that's why I do what I do, man, to, to stack my garage with as many cool things as possible so I can uh, go out and drive my 401k as opposed to just watching it. Yeah. Well, I um, before we let you go, I want to talk a little bit about your cars. But first off, I want to say uh, I want to say thanks to a couple guys that helped us out recently. You know, we've started this show; we've done about four or five episodes now. And thanks to guys like Mustang360.com. Those are the guys that run Muscle Mustangs and Fast Forwards Magazine, Mustang Monthly Magazine. Their hub of all their Mustang content is Mustang360.com, and uh, and they they put a nice shout out about our new podcast. So I appreciate that. Um, and our friends at the DuPont Registry did it as well. So, um, uh, you know, show them some love. Go to their website. Sign up for their newsletters. Subscribe to their magazines. Um, they're always producing great new content, and you guys are going to dig that. Um, but speaking of Mustang content, um, you're, you're starting to gear up for your Lawman project. I know we touched on that a little bit, and I think we're going to work on getting uh, – getting one of your guys to call in or into the studio to tell us a little bit more about it. But what's the, uh, what's the status of, of the lawman Mustang? Have you shipped out the car, the engine? Uh, where are we on that? We are the, the engine is traded. The car is sitting safely in Goldberg's garage. And, uh, I would say within the next 10 days, it will be picked up headed, uh, in a full complete package out to Scottsdale to start its, it's transforma- transformation back to the day, you know. Um, Marcus at Angel Restorations is jumping on board, and like you said, the Mustang Monthly guys are going to feature it. And uh, at the end of the day, Marcus and I talked about it. This is a car that that we have a, a responsibility to get it out there so as many people can see it as humanly possible. And first and foremost, you know, uh, the clock's ticking on guys getting to view it for one last time that actually were there when it was campaigned over in Vietnam. Yeah. And as a true, as a, as a true blooded American, like I am, I, uh, I, it's my, my, my serious duty to get this damn thing out and viewed by as many people as possible. Uh, Marcus feels the same exact way. And, uh, Mustang monthly feels the exact same way. And, you know, it's a, it's it's our duty to get it out there. So we're starting the transformation to the lawman to get back to its original livery, and um, it's a really exciting project, man. It's it's just uh, it, like I say, as a as a very patriotic person, this car means everything to me, and uh, the the public needs to see it as many times as they can. So we're just prepping it to to make that happen. That sounds great. So we can get Marcus on the show at some point. Maybe we should. You can get Marcus on the show at any point you want. That's 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 an easy get. Um, like I said, he's put himself out there. He's jumped on board of the project. Marcus, um, his reputation speaks for itself. Uh, national judge. He is the the four twenty nine expert, and uh, the car will be at 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 home basically in his uh, in his facility. Do you know how long that project's going to take? Have you guys set a timeline for it? We really haven't. Um, it's got to be done right. The problem we have right now is that you don't really, you know, with these restorations and forecasting the future, you got to figure out exactly what you want to do so that you don't have to do it again at a, at a later date. But then again, you know, we want to use this car. Yeah. Um, this, this car needs to be driven. Um, so it's, it's a fine line between figuring out whether it's a full nut and bolt or it's a freshen up to prepare it to go out there and be driven and the nut and bolt will be done at a later date. So it's kind of a, it's a dichotomy. We're trying to just figure out what, what needs to be done. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Well, on on that note, uh, is there any updates on Project Jackhammer, your demon project? Where are you with that? I know you've been out of town. You've been traveling and working. So. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the great thing with working and having a lot of stuff to do is that you drop a project off and then you forget about it for two or three days. You know, it's out of sight, out of mind. And then lo and behold, it's like a year, like a kid in Christmas once you get back. Um, so on the way back this morning from the airport, uh, I, I text Mr. Richard Waitis. Yeah, our Magnafloor guy. Yeah. And, uh, I said, I, I said simply two words. I'm back. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've, we've got the headers and we've, got, we had a little issue with the installation of the headers in that, you know, we had to check with some technicians over at Dodge to make sure that, that, uh, the computer's going to act properly when we make the addition. And I think that conversation was already made. And I think as we speak, those headers are being installed with the three inch exhaust and we're going to get a, a, a tiny bit more horsepower, but most importantly, we're going to get a more menacing growl out of that damn thing. Oh my God. It's going to um, be intense. We're going to have to figure out some way to, to get some video or do some, do some posts with that. We need to start, uh, uh, you know, getting some visuals to all these cool projects that, uh, that we've been working on. Um, so that sounds good. Absolutely. And another really cool thing video wise is, is we're going to dyno the damn thing. Um, and we'll, we'll shoot video of it. We'll dyno it before the installation and after the installation of the headers. And, uh, it's going to be, you know, I don't, I haven't seen another demon on the dyno yet. Um, nor have I seen another de- uh, demon with, with headers on the dyno yet. So, uh, I think it's, it's really cool stuff. You know, we got HRE. I know that when I hang this phone up, I'm going to send a text over to them and, I'm I'm pretty much assuming my wheels is, are ready, and it, it, this thing's coming together, man. I'm very, very excited. Like I said, Bill Steen's jumping on board. Nitto's jumped on board. And, um, um, I just I can't wait, man. It's just really cool. I, I'm very much looking forward to it, and hopefully uh, it'll be done tomorrow so I can get some more miles on it. it. It's funny because people don't usually use the term giddy when they're describing you, Bill, but uh, I can hear it, and I know you, and... <laughs> And that's what's happening because it's a fun project and it's and it makes you giddy. I I I I love what you guys were doing with HRE as well. I know when you guys went down there, they they took some measurements, they did some scans, and used the ferro arm or whatever to get to, to get some three D scans and stuff. Because I don't know that anybody's really you know like really made wheels. I'm sure people fitted wheels on there, but never really sort of designed them from scratch to make a set of 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 demon wheels to take advantage of everything that car has to offer. So, should be pretty hey, and cool. It's a really it, it's a bitching process they go through there. I mean, you you can't really appreciate it unless you walk the factory. And I don't know how much of an option that is to the normal normal Joe, but um maybe see video of the place. It's 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 all inspiring what they're able to do with these wheels. And in such a short period of time, um, it's, it's really neat. The options they have and, and the care that they take. And at the end of the day, man, um, uh, we can all have sponsors. We can all have relationships with these companies. But what ties us all together and, and why I greatly appreciate the sponsors that I and you have and the, the show has is that we're all car guys. Innately, we're just look, searching for the same thing. Being, being a member of the Car Society equals us all out no matter what demo you're from no matter how much money you got no matter how much you don't got at the end of the day we all have a story about a car and that's why i love the business so much and hey you and i are people from completely different backgrounds we have different philosophies on things you're a midget (laughs) oh see the uh, the uh, the phone cut out right when you called me a midget. That's it. Just it, that's what happens in the studio. There's a there's a built in there's a built in filter for uh, for that kind of stuff. Did we lose yeah, you? It, <laughs> there you uh, are. I'm, it, it's really it's really cool, man. And it's I've met a lot of wonderful people, um, you know, around the world. And like I said, it it, it evens everyone out. Yeah. We're able to talk about it on a, on an even plane, whether it's Leno, whether it's Bondurant, whether it's Force, whether it's Bernstein, whether it's Caps. You know, hey, uh, 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 Perdome called me yesterday and asked me about the demon and how it was going. And 
sort of heard the giddiness in his in his his speech and his voice. And we're talking about a guy who's, who's one of the you know the fastest guy in the world at one point. Yeah, and you know this is a production car that's that's evoking the the uh, feelings from a guy who's done what he's done on the drag strip, and that's that's unbelievable. And and I'm just happy to to be able to share it with him. I want to quickly tell you about Dodge. There is one good thing that comes from daylight savings, and it's the Dodge Spring Sales Event. Dodge Charger, own the road and the pump with 300 horsepower and 30 miles per gallon. Dodge Challenger, take the streets by storm with the most affordable V8 in its class. The Dodge Durango, with all-wheel drive availability, April showers won't have your tires spinning unless you want to. Dodge Journey, maximize your adventures with the most powerful three-row all-wheel drive vehicle in its class. Hurry into your Dodge dealership and start your introduction to the Brotherhood of Muscle. Uh, you mentioned uh, HRE Wheels and taking a tour of their facility, and I remember seeing an email the other day. HRE Wheels is having their annual open house event. It's June 2nd. It's at their headquarters in Vista, California. You can tour the facility, see how they make the wheels, see the powder coating facility, everything they have there. They're going to have cars, music, raffles, prizes, giveaways. I think they're doing a giving away a set of forged wheels with a with a with a charity raffle. Um, so if you really do kind of want to get in in there and see what they do, June 2nd, check out HREWheels.com. I'm sure there's some information there. Um, we haven't really talked about it or made a plan for it uh, or if we're going or what the deal is. But um, but since we're talking about it and we love those guys, I wanted to throw out that event. Um, the only bad part about you throwing that event out is that it sounds like that may be the timing when my wheels are done. Well, it's apropos for advertising. But, right? It might you know. be. So, <laughs> I mean, I can't say, but maybe you could check out Goldberg's car <laughs> June 2nd. It's quite possible. It's, it's possible. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, the advantage is, is it's not too far out of town. So, you know, if, if, if you're in town and I'm in town and nobody's super busy uh, uh, traveling around, um, you know, I'd like to make it down there. Uh, if if not, we'll we'll figure out something. We're definitely going to. Well, let's let's just put it this way: I'm slated to be in New York that weekend, but I can guarantee you that my car will be there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So HRE, if you're listening, there you go. <laughs> make sure Goldberg's car is going to be there. He's going to be out of town. Um, so let's check that out. You know. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap some things up. Um, I was gonna give uh, I was gonna give an update on the uh, on the Mustang Cobra. Um, Please do. I want to hear, man. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's been crazy. We've been, um, busy the past few weekends and I only get a chance to work on it on the weekends. I know so many people comment all the time. Why is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? It's because I'm trying to do all the work myself for the most part, a little bit of help from the the guys in the shop and a couple vendors. Um, but I only got time on the weekends to go and do it. And again, it's like now long beach grand prix is coming up. And so I gotta, I'm going to go there Saturday and then I'll try to get in the shop on, on, on Sunday. Um, but uh, as you guys know, we've got this 93 Mustang Cobra. It's got a 331 uh, stroker motor in it. It's got the original GT40 heads fully ported, uh, the original Cobra intake fully ported. And I'm, I'm, I'm fitting a Pro Charger supercharger on it. I got a D1SC, which I love. This thing is badass. It's going to be awesome. Um, but as I put it together... I didn't like all the factory accessories, the giant AC compressor. I didn't like the way the brackets worked because some of the brackets were like stamp steel. It just looked messy. So I reached out to my friends at Eddie Motorsports. I looked at their front engine serpentine belt system. I liked the packaging. It's got a little tiny peanut AC compressor. It's got a high output alternator. The kit comes with everything. So what they did is 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 I got a kit from them. I got it all in just raw aluminum so I can mess around with it. I got it all mounted, and then I made a jig. If you check out my Instagram or any of my social media, all at Motorator, you'll see a photo where I posted of the engine compartment, and there's a metal bar going across the engine compartment, and that's a jig that we made that allows us to move the supercharger it hangs on this metal bar, and I can move it up, down, left, and right, forward, back. I can move the supercharger anywhere I want as we design new custom mounting brackets for the supercharger. And what I'm hoping is 
uh, that at some point, if you want to supercharge your small block Ford in anything, your hot rod or whatever, Eddie Motorsports might be able to offer you this package once it's done. I'm helping to R&D it. And if they like it, I think they may offer it. We're working on a new uh, a pulley system um, and brackets for the supercharger. And, and the way we're doing it is – very minimal, like it's not going to be a crazy back bracketry, and I'm making it as compact as possible so it would fit in a number of different vehicles, maybe old and less is trucks. more. Yeah, you know? and I'm telling you, and not- it's a great application. It's beautiful. I've seen your updates. Hey, thank you, know, you. It's a very clean application. It, it, it's gorgeous. And it, it, I think, thank you for that. And I think it's going to be uh, in killer. And but it, it is taking a lot of R and D. I've made I've made four or five different cardboard templates for the brackets already, and I to to kind of come up with what I like. And uh, we've uh, I'm I'm close to where I am now. We're going to start moving to like foam core, so we can start making. Um, uh, some more measurements with it, and then maybe maybe we'll do wood, and we'll we'll see and see some wood, or 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 carve some wood up to make the the templates for the for the metal brackets. But it's going to be cool. And what's what's great is, is not everything is more compact toward the engine, you know, toward the sides. But that whole Eddy Motorsports system brought all of the accessories closer to the engine by about an inch and a half. So that creates more space between the radiator and the engine. And what that does... And what does what does a car guy want in his engine compartment? More space to work around. Yeah, that. And now I can run, like, thicker radiator fans, or I can run dual fans. I can start controlling that aspect of it because there wasn't a lot of room in between the engine and the radiator. And, and at uh, the end of the day, it gives you options. You know, that's the best part. You're not, you're not bound to one system. Or one setup because now you got the room. Now that you have the ability to do what you want, and it's you're absolutely right. And when this thing is done, all of that stuff is going to go back to Eddie Motorsports. They have in-house powder coating, and they're going to powder coat everything in in a in a black or a textured black to match everything. So it's going to look fantastic when it's done. And by the way, all brand new components. And one of the weak links in these Mustangs is the power steering pump. So we we made. We custom-mounted a KRC uh, power steering pump and remote reservoir, so everything is going to just be 100% new and functional on this thing. I'm kind of – I need I need like a deadline, like an incentive to get it done. I'd love to take this thing to SEMA this year. I just got to find somebody that wants a Mustang in a SEMA booth. So anybody's interested in a Mustang, give me a call. Let me know. And uh, this thing's going to be badass. And, and we haven't even gotten to it. We're going to run out of time. But wait till I tell you about the Ram Air – uh, induction system that I've made. It's not really induction, a ram air system using the fog lights to go to twin intercoolers for the supercharger. And when you usually mount sounds the big... interesting, and it sounds something like the Demon does. It kind of does. Yeah, you've got the through the lights. you got sort of that induction system. I don't know if that goes to the intercooler or to the into the induction for the engine. I think that's engine induction In, on the Demon. Induction for the engine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm going to go to the intercoolers, um, so I get pretty much if the car is moving, it'll get pretty much 100 percent efficiency out of out of the the intercoolers because it's completely ramming air in there. Most of the intercoolers, these air to air intercoolers, it, it's a big unit sort of behind the bumper and. Maybe the bumper blocks about 40% of it, and it just sort of gets surrounding air and ambient air. Um, this is not going to do that. This is is taking six-inch ducts, um, siphoning down to four-inch, and ramming it 100% of that air into to twin intercoolers. I'll, I'll show you guys more about it. What's cool is we had the front of the car scanned, and I'm 3D printing honeycomb grills to make that happen. Uh, nice. So it's, it's, so it's going to be a nice well. little piece. Um, uh, I'll show you, I'll show all you guys, uh, and, and, and Bill, when you're back in here, I'll show you, I'll bring in one of the 3d, uh, pieces. Um, they can, they can 3d print it in plastic, but they can do sort of a rough version of it, you know, sort of a textured rough version of it. Um, and then the final version gets done at a kind of a smooth OE looking plastic, like you'd find on the front of most cars, but you can do sort of rough versions of it at the time. So it's going to be kind of a badass deal, but, um, See, that's neat because that's what Magnaflow did with the uh, collectors on the demon. They 3d printed them. I went in and checked them out. You know, it's obviously the first one made, 
And uh, the the ability to do what they do with these three D printers is, is absolutely amazing. It really is. And now that they're more readily available, and so many companies have them, and they're getting used to scanning things. Um, there's laser scanning. There's photo scanning, uh, uh, and the CAD software to make these things happen. Like these guys can turn this stuff around pretty quickly at a cost that's so much easier. I'm looking forward to when three D printing in metal that's available now. Uh, yeah. When that becomes a little more affordable, a little more mainstream, there's some really cool pieces that, that we like to just print in metal. Maybe not super load-bearing, but definitely cosmetic pieces, grill pieces, things like that. It could be very, very cool uh, uh, printed in metal. But in the meantime, this is a perfect application because these grills go in the fog light. It's got a honeycomb style. It's exactly what uh, you would expect on an OE a modern day car, um, the way all the we have sort of these different honeycomb grills and black plastic trim pieces. It's that, so it's going to have the same th- thickness, tensile strength of of an OE piece, and it's going to look sweet. It's going to be the only uh, Fox body with that. So um, it's I don't know. Funny how I can sit here and listen to these details, and as a car guy, get so excited off of some small. Small loads of information. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, I've been geeking out. I have I have 3D renderings of the grills and stuff, and it's like the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. Oh, cool. um, I love them. All right, so listen, we're uh, we're done here, Bill. Thanks so much for calling in. Great recap. I'm so glad you guys had a fun time in New Orleans. Congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction for WWE. Well deserved, my friend. I appreciate it, man. And before we get out of here, I'd be remiss if I didn't, uh, with the Long Beach Grand Prix coming up, not throw a story out real quick. Yeah, do it. When I was when I was driving in it, and I got a tenth of a second off of winning the pole, and uh, we went ahead and, and started the race. And I think on the fourth or fifth lap, I blew the transmission <laughs> in the car and came to a, a, a stop up against the wall, jumped out, and forearmed the side mirror and broke my arm. <laughs> Oh, my um, gosh. And didn't tell anybody. It's uh, kind of like my story last night or the other night about punching the punching my uh, door in the locker room and breaking my hand. Well, I did the same thing. And uh, I, I I took the side view mirror off but broke my arm, went back into the into the pits, and I had my arms crossed. And my agent looks at me, and he goes, damn, you know, I'm sorry you wrecked. I wish you would have won. You know, you were doing well. And I said, well, I broke my arm. <laughs> Oh my and, God! Uh, you should have seen the look on his face, and uh, you know we went up underneath and uh, went to the hospital, and bing, bang, boom, uh, healed up, and look, look where I am now. But yeah, it's a nice little backstory that nobody really knows about until now. I'm sensing a trend, though. You broke your heart, your arm punching the uh, Long Beach Pro Celebrity Race car. You broke your hand punching a locker. You broke your toes twice kicking the bag at your gym. Yeah, well, on to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yeah, all right, buddy. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm my own worst enemy. Well, I love you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll be in studio soon, man. Thanks for everybody listening. And, uh, I'll keep the car stuff. I'm going out to drive the demon. <laughs> all right, man. Have fun at Bristol. And uh, for uh, Bill Goldberg, and I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Kalen in the booth filling in for Chris now. Uh, we'll see you next week. Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. 